we would be able to uh, come up uh, with something. And then, John, I think from that, as I've done from time to time with, little, with some of the programming that we've done, uh, I also bring in the human relations commissions that, that come in as a, as a sponsor, uh, as a partner. Uh, in this case, uh, I guess we would need, you know, uh, the, the, the board that uh, John sits on uh, uh, to approve it, but we could probably do it without uh, um, trying to get, you know, I mean, any kind of funds will help, but we probably we may not need funds uh, from the township to do just what I'm thinking about, you know, on the college, because that's the, so the way the campus is designed, you know, just uh, picture a L and a seven, and inside of that little area is where it, is the front part of the building. So it's is kind of ironic because generally when you're coming in from the street, <laughs> you face the front part of the building. So all you're seeing is the back of the bricks and everything. So we have some spaces that you know if we could get it approved, you know, uh, that we could you know put some stuff you know on there. Now the type of art or whatever, all that can be hashed out, you know, later on. But I, I'm thinking just right now that it's, it's something that we would be able to do at the college. Okay, so we may have a space, we may have money. The, the thing now is the idea. And I know, for example, right now, uh, in the, we're in what's called the Council Rock uh, School District. And there's been a lot of, um, uh, blowback on DEI, diversity, equality, and Kevin. Inclusion. Inclusion. Yeah, inclusion. And they're starting to talk about uh, banning certain books that uh, talk about the history of America and racism in America and, and diversity and so on. And this is sort of an educational thing because I know that uh, another member of our uh, supervisors, um, Alan Snyder, is a liaison with the Council Rock School District and she's very incensed about this thing about banning books. And if it's at the community college, the college is all about education. It's, and I, and I have to believe with somebody like Kevin there, they're really are sponsors of DEI at all levels. So, you know, we could try to work around some kind of a, um, a campaign about that because it really does relate to also what's going on down to the high school level and even the grade school level. And I know that a lot of my Democratic uh, colleagues are very, very incensed about what's going on. And uh, I don't want to make this really political, but I'm just saying that we have a, a, a big uh, potential group of people who can help us. And as long as we get the right idea, you know, it might be possible. What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, um, let me um, kick around what, you know, if we if we could do it, what kind of art, you know, would we want, you know, what, what would be, you know, wanted up there. It may be that we could just come up with a scope, you know, and uh, generally saying, you know, that it needs to reflect, you know, uh, you know, DEI in some aspect of it. And then um, 
maybe you could, you know, give us two or three different kind of things that you're thinking about, and then the, the committee would come back and vote on, you know, which one it is, and uh, to start with the grant to get it funded there. But I, but I think um, the idea uh, is a good one. Um, I don't know if there's, you know, like the, the, with the president, she has something specifically in mind she would want to sign or just kind of leave it open to, you know, to, uh, you know, a few ideas, you know, that you that you come up with. But I think we could certainly uh, explore that because this is all part of uh, the engagement piece that she's brought, you know, to the college also. She wants more collaboration, you know, from the college, you know, to the greater community. So this would like fit right in there with that. So it, it, yeah, you, you, always, you always want the community to be informed and involved in the process so that you don't get kickback on the latter end once you start production. So in cases like this, where you're looking to tackle a something of, 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 of social significance, something that's going to be in the public, something that's going to be part of the, the landscape of the institution, you might want to, you might want to create a, uh, a committee that can help inform the direction of the piece, but also disseminate information so that nobody is operating or receiving information from an unknown or dark place. So it might be worthwhile to have uh, stakeholders invested uh, from the leadership level, somebody from the community level, somebody from the social historical level uh, that will help pull the foundation of a project like this together. Because once it's on the wall, it's on the wall. and. Uh, you know, not, not everybody's minds might be in the same place and, you know, we got to at least let people know that if this gets started, that there was a process behind it, you know, and, and also on a college level, especially with, with the correlation in terms of geographical proximity to Philadelphia, this is an extreme opportunity for cultural career development, not only in, in how you engage the community culturally, but a very viable route of professionalism in the arts, where Philadelphia is one of the leading locations in the entire world in the contemporary sense on public art creation, in particular public art creation uh, with the community focus and a community involvement. Now, we're up in Providence now, and, and we're working with a number of institutions, but just from a conversational point that we had with Rhode Island College, they were able to put together a curriculum in which students are involved, and they're going to go through the process of creating uh, a point of influence in terms of public art that they're gonna co-create and install a piece of public art that's gonna go on the, the campus. Now, again, it might not be to scale as some of the projects that I showed in Newtown Meeting, but it is a start, you know, and, 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 and if we're gonna aim big, we can aim big. That might take a little time to get off the ground, but, you know, we, we might 
think of satellite projects or feeder projects that allow people to understand what, what's involved in the process and work to the point of doing something larger scale. And in terms of funding, um, all public and NGO and cultural institution money comes from capital and corporate write-offs. So that's where all the money comes from regardless. You know, so if they're, you know, I know Johnson & Johnson's in the area, they've had some social issues of late. Uh, crowdsourcing is another opportunity. But, you know, getting a corporate institution that is bound by law to make public funding accessible for their own uh, write-off and tax purposes, you know, that's, that's where museum money comes from anyway. Sometimes you just go to the source and get the money directly from them, knowing that they got to write off the money regardless. You know who the biggest, you know who the biggest employer is in Newtown? Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. I grew up go, going by their corporate headquarters from my youth, and we just were listening to a podcast about, especially, and this might be a, a good link, especially in communities of color. There are fences when it comes to baby powder and talcum powder, you know, and, and how that has caused ovarian cancer through numerous people that, that use their product religiously over generations, you know. So might be something to to consider in terms of knocking on their door and be like, hey, we want to do something that, uh, you know, confronts. I, I got it even, I got an even bigger in. <laughs> I know a lot of people in the pharmaceutical industry, and it just so happens that Newtown has sued Johnson & Johnson over the opioid. It's one of the major opioid producers. And uh, a lot of people, obviously, in Newtown were disappointed that they were sued by the township. But that doesn't mean that they still don't want to do a good thing. Um, and so, you know, we can work that angle, too.
sort of community uh, organization or nonprofit or partner that wants to be on it, you know, could be on it, you know. So we, we, we sent out a mail and then, you know, some of it has increased, you know, since then because we can't think of everybody. We might miss some people. And at, at our meeting, that's what we talk about. If you know an organization that should be part of this, you know, tell them that they can come to the meeting. You don't want to just ex exclude people if they weren't on our original list. So that I think that would help us broaden um, excuse me, the scope of the stakeholders that would be involved. So, Kia, what do you think? Do we have some kind of a viable uh, pathway, I guess, to doing this? And Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, uh, Newtown has always been and had a historical presence over social movements. They've always had a close proximity and association to a lot of things that have happened in Philadelphia. You know, we're not in a rush per se. So I think we take things in stride and do it with integrity and due diligence. And, you know, maybe, maybe aim for kind of in an ideal world this time next year, to where things could be be on a funded track and have have themes in place uh, and you know be able to get off the ground and, and have a wall and, and, and all the pieces in place so you know we're a little bit removed from your guys location so we, we would obviously rely on you a lot but we are in philly and have friends friends and family all throughout the area so it's never an issue for us to come down that way and you know, spend as much time as necessary making presentations, but whatever whatever is needed to uh, move this along. Okay, sounds good to me. Sounds good. So, uh, I will. Um, Kevin and I will probably get together and talk more about this after the holidays sometime. Is that all right, Kevin? Can we do that? Yeah. When's yeah, When's the next meeting of the Human Relations Commission? Actually, uh, the twentieth. Can we have this maybe on the agenda for that meeting? Yeah, yeah, I can put it on there. I sent one in, but I can I can modify that. I just sent it to Olivia today, so we can go back and modify that. Yeah, all they need is 24 hours. Uh, right, right. Notification. Nice. Okay, uh, well, I, I, anything else we need to cover? Kevin, Kier? I'm sorry, I didn't um, get Madame's uh, name. <laughs> Hello. What's your name? I'm sorry. Linda. Linda. Oh, you're Linda. Hi, Linda. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think we got enough to at least, you know, start the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we get the neighborhood buy-in. We start thinking of locations, uh, start really brain-trusting on the direction and, and thematic overtures and, and, and kind of like take it from there. You know, I think... Once you have the impetus and you have the communal buy-in, you can then start putting pressures on funders. And, you know, the crowdsourcing is always an option. You know, you, you have enough time and leeway to, 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 to write grants. And so a lot of these projects attack funding from every angle. So you mentioned a couple of numbers. I don't think 5,000 is, is realistic. So. What kind of uh, figure out what the wall is before you uh, 
Well, it's got to be a big wall. Come on. <laughs> Do you ever uh, work with uh, companies, say, uh, some painting companies that will donate scaffolding, uh, stuff like that? Okay, so we got a pretty good idea. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of all you guys' time. Uh, I appreciate you being on the call. Uh, have a good uh, holiday weekend uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, Kevin, uh, you too. So we'll, we'll stay in touch, okay, Q? Yeah, we'll talk soon, and thank you for both of your time today, and I look forward to Okay, great. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay, talk to you. Okay, bye.